You've lived your whole life trying to find the expert who will help you with your health, with your emotional wellness, and with the unhealthy cycles playing out in your relationships, your career, and in your lives. We're here to tell you that you are the expert and you have all the answers within you to every problem you struggle with. This is Real Life Healing, and we are your hosts, Steve and Jenny Bear. All right, Jenny, here we are, episode four of season one origin stories. This is just so fascinating to tell the story of our lives in ways that is totally applicable to our listenership. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, because the, the idea here is to kind of give you this overarching picture of this journey that we've been on over the last few years and these key moments of decision that, uh, that we made to make dramatic shifts. But all of these decisions, to the, all these big decisions came with this underlying desire, the subconscious desire to just find a different way to find long-term healing and to basically live out what we ultimately have come to find is our life purpose. Right, hon? Right. And everything we did brought us to that point. So this episode? We're talking about essential oils. Ooh, my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I love this, uh, this story. Um, because as I recall, there was this moment when um, you had gone to the park uh, to play with a friend who was a nurse, of, uh, a nurse uh, by profession. And one of the kids, uh, I think it was her child, got scraped or something on the knee. And so the kid came over and said, Mommy, can I have some oils? And she got out her little pouch and started putting oils on this little owie and then that's how the conversation began. Yeah, she's like, do you have these? And I said, no, I've been looking into them. And she's like, well, you need to get these because you're already granola, so you might as well have essential oils too. And I was like, the quote that I will always remember. <laughs> um, but I actually got started in my head earlier than that moment because I had been literally thinking about it. Um, so after I had done a diet switch – I was reading a scripture where God says to make sure that you are aware of every herb of the earth for the healing and the benefit of the body. Yeah, healing and use of man, right? Thank you for that exact quote, sister. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, I have done this food thing for my body, but what do I do about herbs? And at the time, I felt like a very overwhelmed mom of three under the age of five, and I'm sure many moms have felt that way. And I was like, I can't possibly go to the extent of being an herbologist. Is there another way? And by just asking that in a prayer, I got essential oils. The doTERRA essential oils came into my life. And as a maximizer, I want the best and the purest. And I want it to work <laughs> all the time. And so that's what I got. That's yeah. how I got started. And I want to issue this one disclaimer, which is sometimes uh, people uh, like us who are super enthusiastic about our essential oils uh, will talk in such a way that that they are kind of an end-all, be-all for our health benefits. Oh, that can be an impression people get. Yeah, exactly. And so the whole our whole message here is that essential oils over the course of the last nine years... And so we have nine years of data. And nine years of seven children. <laughs> seven kids to <laughs> experiment had, we on. We had four when I got started. Yeah. Three, four. Oh. Yeah, four when we got started and then and then three more. 
and uh, and the the basically our approach has been we use essential oils as our first line of defense, and then we are willing to go to the next level as, as needed. needed. Now it just so happens that over the course of all of these years, um, as our first line of defense, it has been ninety seven percent effective. Oh, that's an interesting number. Yeah. No, because <laughs> I can... Awfully high. <laughs> it is awfully high because I can count on my fingers how many times we've had to take it to the next level. Yeah. And actually go to an ER, go to an emergency room. So um, our ER visits have been for lacerations. Yeah, that was, those were that urgent care. stitches. Yeah, <laughs> stitches. Uh, we had uh, the... Se- well, no, actually, even the first seizure incident... Um, the was first, it? That was before oils. The second one was after, and we didn't have to go back. Um, but we had a, a skull fracture for one of our kids. Yeah. And it was one of those things where... Well, we took it to the second level because we were like, what's going on with our kid's head? And <laughs> found out... a trampoline. <laughs> I found that it was a skull fracture. And so then I say to the doctor, well, what do I do about it? And he says, uh, leave it alone. It'll heal on its own. And I was like... But they oh. did it. But they did a CT scan to make sure there was no hemorrhaging. Right. And so you know, you, so can, once you, we can't, knew... you can't use oils for for radiology and imaging of <laughs> no. inside the body. So yeah, totally. no. And... But once I have that data and that information, I know what essential oil to use to support the body because the doctor has nothing to support the body in a situation like that for a child. Right. Yeah. Just like when, I mean, like even with a virus, they say, oh, you know, it's just a virus. Go home. Lots of liquid. Rest. Lots of rest. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, I'll pull out my magic <laughs> box and we will be over this in no time. <laughs> <laughs> and at le- at the very least, it just uh, it's it, it supports the respiratory system. It supports the immune system. But then, I mean, we had a, one major incident. Well, two major incidents involving your health, even after after oils and and uh, one where there was. Uh, required surgery and then you know the oils didn't take care of that issue and then yeah clearly and then um you know uh we uh we had three home births or two home births as part of uh oils and or during our oil journey and mm-hmm. and you used oils to manage the delivery process and labor pain oh so beautiful and you know we used it on our kids right after work but we had, you know we had a midwife and then our last child was a C-section, and of course that in that right. case. And, but you see the pattern here, where it's like, you know, the vast majority of our everyday those that three care is like it's oils, oils. And, and the and three percent we needed health. to take it to the next level were serious three percent. Yeah, because I I required surgery twice, and some and the kids needed some sort of stitches, <laughs> or we just needed to find out. If our kids were safe after an injury, and then we could take care of it. So, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, I just want the audience to be. I don't. You know, I can. I can. I know that some people are going to roll their eyes because at oils. he did. Because I did. Yes. Exactly. For, for actually, like you guys, for four like four years of oil use, I, I would. I would. Eyes. I think even up to six years, you were still nervous that oil is really going to take care of everything. Jenny is just such an <laughs> advocate about, and I was like. But it does, Stephen. <laughs> but then as soon as I had the words to describe, and I was like, oh, it's our first line of defense for everything. Everything. And then we find that it's, um, we don't have to go to the second level, you know, other than Hardly carbon. ever. I think like, so, like and, and a lot of times we use our gut on when it's time to the second level because you got sick recently. 
Yeah. Super duper sick. And then proceeded. I think it was COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and, and so we started oiling you up like tons of oils. We probably used like 50 yeah. bucks of oils on you. And the kids then started getting sick when they saw daddy being so sick. So I think there was a fear base in there. And when you get, when you're really scared and there's fear, you, you're much more, more susceptible to being sick. And so they started getting sick. And when they were getting sick, I was like, oh, I'm not wasting any time. I'm going to pull out my big guns. I hadn't actually pulled out my big guns on you. I was like, point out the big guns. You guys, I don't want you to... to do anything like dad's doing. So you ended up being the only one who was so sick. I was like, do I need to take you to the emergency room? Yeah. And if I didn't have. If you hadn't had oils, we would have been, there, have been there days earlier for you. Yeah. But we had them and we were monitoring and I was like, I think we're okay. But this is where it's really helpful not to be the person sick because when you're outside of yourself, you can see things in a different perspective. But then for me as caretaker, it took everything, every last ounce of emotional rectitude I had to take care of you guys, to get the one kid who was still healthy off to school, and then to keep myself healthy and him. Yeah. So I was doubling down on every last supplement I could think of and oils for myself in addition for you guys. And, and I came through on skate. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. It was amazing. So that takes me to the next point I'd really like to talk about, yes. Steve, which is self-confidence. We use essential oils in our home as a self-confidence measure. I know that sounds silly, but I'm just going to explain it a little bit. Again, when you are living in fear or you don't feel like you have the tools to take care of you, you hand your, your stick of power to somebody else. And you're like, hey, organization, take care of me. Hey, Health insurance, take care of me. Well, I wasn't even going to say that. I was going to say organization because they, you do want them to take care of Hey, authority figure, take care of me. And when you do that, you can't receive the help that you think you can get. Because that person, while they're willing to help, they are not willing to give, to take your power away and help you in that same beneficial manner. Now there are organizations who are willing to take your power away, but not treat you very well, literally abuse you. Those organizations are horrible organizations. But when you're like, you know what? No, I'm going to hold my power stick and I'm going to hold on to it. And when I need to consult with an authority figure, when I need to consult with an organization, I keep my stick of power. And then I'm willing to take their information and decide if I need to do their information. Yeah. And that's a different thing. Different energy. Than, a completely different energy than please take care of me. Yeah, because even in this last bout, and I, I, by the way, I don't even know if I had the, the, the C word. <laughs> uh, but in that last bout, I had two weeks worth of symptoms. And it was all upper respiratory stuff. It, it started as a flu-like symptoms, and then it moved into um, it moved into pneumonia. So uh, whatever you had, it was it was uh, brutal. Virus, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent, totally, but totally brutal. And if and I and I was using the the power that I had and the tools that I had to manage the best that I could. 
And the moment that it felt like it was outside of my control and I needed the outside help, I was willing to go. I was willing to go consult with that authority and get their perspective and get their, uh, their take on it. But I found myself plateauing in terms of like, I didn't get worse and I wasn't getting better. And I was just kind of staying in this state until all of a sudden I, 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 it totally shifted. And I was like, Oh, I feel better today. Oh, I feel better the next day. And, and so I was like, okay, I, I can continue to maintain my, uh, my own power here. I like this, you know, the, the, the stick of power, the scepter of power over my health uh, decisions because I'm seeing the improvement. Yeah. And, and then, um, in it, the third week was all kind of recovery. Uh, it was just regaining my energy, getting back to the gym and actually, uh, feeling like I could move again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a three week process from the moment that I came, I, I went to bed, like, like feeling totally, totally, uh, tired and yeah. Like, I, like I just hit my truck. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I love that. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, it's about maintaining your, your power, maintaining your confidence in yourself and in your own decision-making and maintaining your own feeling of worthiness that you're worth it. You are. Yeah. You are worth it. And you're worth it every day because there is an emotion in you every single day that if left unchecked will fester and create dis-ease in your body. And so, um, I started essential oils for purely physical reasons. And then at one point I couldn't, I was um, restricted from talking about that with people. And I was led to doing, talking a lot about the emotional benefits of essential oils. And just prior to that moment, I had been guided <laughs> to a book and the book was emotions and essential oils. And I picked up this book when I saw it and I thought it was really interesting and I went home and I put it on the shelf and I didn't touch it for nine months because while I knew I needed that book, I was not emotionally ready to even crack open the cover. So think about it. Have you ever had that experience? And when I finally cracked open the cover and I started reading about the emotional benefits to of essential oils and specifically the frankincense oil that first drew me in. Because the first time I smelled frankincense, my brain tingled in that good way. Like I just went to the gym and my muscles are suddenly conditioned. That kind of a tingle. I felt that in my brain. I was like, I want more of this, but what is this? And the only way to figure out what this was was to, keep, was to buy it and use it. So I bought it and I kept using this doTERRA frankincense oil. And over time, I was like really loving the way my brain was functioning. It was functioning in a higher way, a better way, a more healthy, and dare I say, normal way. And then I, you know, a few years later, I'm, I'm seriously talking like four years later, I finally had the confidence to read about the oil I was using. And I cried. I cried because I felt at a soul level it was true. My brain couldn't understand how it was true. My soul did. And my soul was like, this is what I was just healing the last four years and unlocking. And I could read about it. So that's actually how we in introduce a lot of people to essential oils. What we do is we give them a biofeedback scan mm -hmm. that tells them what oils they need. And it says their top 10 oils. 
Now I could go and say, hey, well, these oils support these different things in your body. body Maybe your muscles are feeling really stressed out and it's going to help your muscles, your respiratory system, your blood, your whatever, your metabolism. Uh, Or, and this is what we love doing. We love pulling out the emotion in essential oils book and we say, please read about your top three oils. And on a scale of zero to hundred percent, tell me how much this resonates with what you're dealing with today. What have you seen when you do that? <sighs> Most people are between ninety and hundred percent. Yeah. In terms of the, at least one of those three oils. Y- yeah. We'll hit yeah. them at ninety well, to one hundred. Well, I, I would say a hundred percent of the time, one of those oils is like a hundred percent resonating with them. Yeah, and they'll they'll degrade <clears throat> it to ninety because they're like they can't be a full hundred. <laughs> oh, but it is. <laughs> um, but I've I, I I've only had one situation where somebody was like, oh, that's not true, and I just got the sense that they were hiding. <laughs> yeah, you can see it on their faces. We've learned to really discern when they're trying to put up a mask. Yeah, and and not admit that because that's what they're struggling. It's with. In, it's a vulnerable situation for them to say, whoa, I know that I'm dealing with that. And then to be willing to talk about it. Yeah. So so sometimes they'll say 90% and they'll close the book and the discussion's over. And sometimes they'll say, oh my goodness, that is exactly what I've been dealing with. And it's been hiding in the back of my heart for months. How does this know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really cool. And so it opens this beautiful doorway of, yes, you have been in your body and it cannot lie to the scan. And this scan is here to show you if you oil it, it will heal emotionally and it will disappear out of your energy system. And then it will go and start working on other things that have been festering. And you'll suddenly find that your vibration and your being is rising up. And when it rises up, you start getting out of the muck of life. And you start realizing what you can do for a life purpose. Where your soul sparkles. Where your soul speaks. Yeah, I love soul sparkle and soul speak. When I see it come out of people's eyes, it just... And speaking of soul speak and uh in life purpose the so my my experience with the our early years of using oils was i could see their benefit on our children i could see their benefit on jenny because she was having these massive shifts in her whole mental health and her physical health and i was like okay i like this this new wife. <laughs> I was happier. I, you were happier. You I had was. more energy. You had more purpose. You had more just gumption, more get up and go. Just more sparkle for yeah. life. Yeah. And I loved that. But I had a hard time finding that moment for me. I was like, what was the aha moment for me? And it literally took until 2015 or 2016 when I'm sitting in, in um, so this is like five years after the fact. That I'm sitting with a, a gentleman who had introduced us to this concept of using the combination of the biofeedback tool, the scan, plus the book, plus the oils to really get this picture of emotionally what's going on. And so he gave me he gave gave me the scan and then he showed me the uh, the results. And I had scanned for this oil called patchouli, which if you're at all familiar with you this, know this like, oil, <laughs> it's like the the hippie, I call it the hippie oil. It is the hippie and oil. And I. I never liked that oil. I never liked it. I just, I was like, oh, I hate this oil. And 
we've developed this working theory that, and, and I mean, again, this is one of those things that just data points over nine years is that when somebody doesn't like a specific oil, it is an indication that they are struggling with the emotional property associated with so I do I do this scan and the first oil that shows up is patchouli and I was like oh I hate patchouli <laughs> and you have no problem telling this to him <laughs> and I read the emotional benefit of patchouli which is the oil of physicality and it starts describing issues with body image hating your body negative self uh, negative self-talk about your physical body and how your how people in need of patchouli need the opportunity to actually be feel more connected with their body instead of disconnecting by stuffing it with food and substance abuse and stuff like that or scrolling yeah or just right so I recognize in this moment that I have this issue of body image and I'll and and that was the thing that I was like whoa of course I do this feeling of I'm fat I don't like my body I don't like who I don't like how I look in my body and and it explains why over many many years I would always have this fluctuating weight. And that's, anyway, it's the whole reason why I created the emotional weight loss book in the course was because I recognized that my weight was so tied to the emotions that were swirling around inside of me. And this was the first time, that was the first time that somebody connected the dots of you're struggling emotionally and it's manifesting itself in this physical form and essential oils can help you deal with the emotion so that your physical body can feel more supported and move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if someone, here's a tip. When you don't like an essential oil, just try to bring it into your life somehow a little at a time. So the whole reason you discovered you hated patchouli was not because you have any connection to hippies. You may have grown up in Northern California, but you did not have any understanding of patchouli. When I started looking into essential oils, I started realizing that there's a blend for women and I would use it and it would stop me from the feeling of needing to just be a weeping faucet of tears the week before <laughs> my period would start. And every time I wore it, there was only one oil you could smell from that entire blend that yeah. would emanate off of me. And it was and patchouli. And it was patchouli. So I actually bought patchouli and started wearing it instead of this blend because it was the only oil you could ever smell. And you were like, you'd come home from work and be like, oh, is that patchouli? And I'd be so, I'd say, well, would you rather have a wife in tears? And you were, that's when that moment came. You were like, uh, uh you just do. I better get used to this smell. <laughs> Yeah. So you got it a gentle introduction once a month until the day you were like, I need to pay attention to this. Yeah. I need to heal this. Uh, <laughs> I need I, exactly. I need to I need to pay attention to the fact that I was going through some body self-hate. And I have made some huge strides over the last uh, 5 years since that moment. You have. You have huge strides. So we've done a few things since as we've built a business with essential oils, um, I went through and I went through every single oil and every single blend 
that we have, that we sell with doTERRA. And I made a little story and I put it in a Facebook group. And so if you want to hear more and more about this, I can get you connected to us and an account and get you into that group. And so you can start hearing all our little stories. I just said an oil story a day. So just one or two little stories about every oil because there are after being in this business for nine years, oh my goodness, we have got a plethora of data points on what helps people and all the things. Yeah, and one of my uh, one of my businesses that I ran over the course of this whole experience of doing essential oils and and doing a business in that in that arena was to actually own an aromatherapy business, which produced educational content about how to use oils. And so I <laughs> I really studied up. <laughs> <laughs> you got deep into it. I got deep and I got to the point where I was like, I don't need to ask Jenny how to use this. I know myself. <laughs> uh, but the point here, the take home here for for all of you is to is to actually introduce you to this idea that there are these wonderful gifts of the earth um, called plants. And that plants have within them essential oils that provide emotional and physical benefits. And we've seen those benefits. We've uh, experienced them. We've heard other people's stories of, of thousands of people saying, oh my gosh, this essential oil changed my life. And so for us, this is not some nice smelling thing in a bottle. It's not a scented candle. It's not a, um, it's. That's actually a good point. We don't diffuse oils just to make our house smell nice. Yeah. I never do that. There is always a purpose. I diffuse at night so I sleep better. You diffuse to, to lower the emotional tension in the home. In the oh, home. totally. You, Especially you, on road trips. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Diffusing in the car. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, great. Uh, when I when I had a, a corporate job, you diffused in the 20 minutes before I was scheduled to get home so that by the time I got home, I'd be like... It was totally in the air, and it would hit the amygdala in your brain, and you'd go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you my superpower. I had a lot of friends who had been introduced to oils and they'd buy here and there. And then they met me and they said, Jenny, you make it very personal and you tell me what's going on with me and you spend time with me. And we come back together and we have many conversations until they are so skilled, it's like second nature. And that they thought was just, so they told me, that's your superpower is you make it a very personal experience. And so if you're feeling drawn to that, Oh, honey, let's make this personal. <laughs> let's get together and we'll talk essential oils about you and we'll take it at the pace you need. Yeah. We would be thrilled to support you in your journey of using essential oils. So visit our website, www.steveandjenny.us.us. Or you can email me, just email me directly. My personal email is very specific for this topic. Yes. <laughs> the email address is B-A-E-R, our last name, B-A-E-R period essential period oils at gmail.com. That's it. We'll hear from you soon. Talk to you later.